I'm gonna get right into this. I don't wanna waste anybody's time. The first thing that you should do if you're dating with mental health issues is understand that you cannot and should not cover it up. As much as we all want to look and feel normal, whatever that means, if you have mental health challenges, they need to be addressed before you enter a full-blown relationship or a long-term situationship or any emotionally involved relationship of any structure. But again, talk to your partner. Full disclosure needs to be given. If not, you run the risk of them mishandling you out of ignorance. You also may not have found a partner who is either willing and or capable of being a part of your growth and your evolution which could do further damage to you or create damage in them if they are unwilling or ill-equipped to support you in your challenges. When the time is right, when you trust each other, please be honest about what they could experience and or witness with you and why. It's important to give everyone who deals with us the option of choice, no matter what issues you face in life. With that said, the second thing you want to do if you have mental health issues is choose your partner well. I know way too many women with mental health issues who are still dating for excitement, still focused on the fun and the chase. Some of them are even choosing men who aren't even capable of loving women without mental health challenges. The type of men who take women with average mental health challenges and leave them and their lives turned upside down. Who leave women with mental health challenges. It can be deadly for someone with extreme mental health challenges to go chasing butterflies like so many women do. By that, I mean only dealing with men who give them a rush of excitement by manipulating the highs and lows of relationships and dating. You especially have to choose men based on the way they love you and treat you. It cannot be about excitement. It cannot be just about fun. It cannot just be about the rush. Choose a partner who's equipped, who's ready, who's willing, and who's able to help you deal with what's going on with your life. Moving on, the third thing that you should do if you're trying to date or have successful relationships with mental health issues is get help. Seek out counseling services, get a therapist, do whatever it is that you have to do to get a sense of control over your disorder. Your pride and your self-esteem depend on you having a grasp of how to help yourself. If you haven't been able to find a mental health therapist that's right for you, please give BetterHelp a try. It's a new, modern, more affordable way to get mental health treatment especially for people with no insurance. You can receive counseling by a licensed therapist through computer, phone, text, video calls, and more. They help you pick a counselor based on your goals and your preferences, and if you don't like the person they paired you up with, you can request to be paired up with someone else. They really just wanna help you find the help that's right for you. Financial aid is even available for those who qualify. It may not be for everybody, but please give it a try before you give up. Just get treatment somewhere. If that's not right for you, find treatment somewhere else. But don't stop looking for the perfect treatment for you. If you want more help about that, the link's in the description and pinned to the top of the comment section. Moving on, the fourth thing that you should do if you're trying to date successfully with mental health issues is know your triggers. And again, counseling will help with that. But know your triggers. People can't understand your triggers unless you do. That includes your spouses and your partners. Learn about the specific types of scenarios and experiences that send you into regression if that's relevant to you. Mental health issues or not, no one can be healthy in a toxic environment, whether that's created by them or someone else. You can't remain ignorant about your challenges and neither can your partner. They should know how they can and will affect your continued progress and success. 
It's important to know what causes you to go backwards instead of forward. Two sets of eyes are better than one and having someone who loves you and can watch your back after becoming educated and agreeing to join the fight could be a game changer. Knowing your triggers and signs of regression can help you educate your partner on how to love you and when and how to intervene with your process if they see that something's wrong. So please learn everything there is to know about how you're specifically affected and what exactly causes and triggers you to go backwards. Moving on, the fifth and last thing that you must do, or maybe not the last thing, but the last thing on this list that you must do if you want to date successfully with mental health issues is actively manage your mental health. Always. This is really important because too many people fall away from their treatment. They start trying to convince themselves that once they get to a certain place, they no longer have those mental health issues, that they should no longer have those concerns. They stop taking their medications, they get out of their management routines, and begin to drift slowly away from their progress and processes. Dating is very dangerous in times like this for people with mental health issues because dating a new person and a new person entering your life can make the world appear as if it is a completely different color. It's a lot of change for someone who may not necessarily be uh, the best at handling change. Excitement can turn to rage, destruction, and despair if you try to replace your mental health treatment and management with love. Stay on top of your mental health management before, during, and after relationships. Again, love can't replace good mental health treatment. Dating can't replace it. Sex can't replace it. No one can come into your life and give you stability and no one should be responsible for your stability. You have to make sure that you are happy and you add that to a relationship. And to be happy and to be stable and whole, you need to make sure that you are always actively managing your mental health regardless of your relationship uh, situation or your single status or whatever else you might be going through. To neglect your mental health would be to place the responsibility of your happiness and your stability on your partner, and that's not fair. Anyway, that's all I got for now. If you want to check out BetterHelp, the link is in the description and pinned to the top of the comment section. Follow me on Instagram at kfic24. I'll get with y'all later.